But Kyle, I'm curious um, how you feel about this event because I understand Drampa is not a not a pull for you, um, but I think this added level of mystery definitely gives this event a little bit more oomph than it would have otherwise. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I don't know if I should care, so I'm going to be safe. I don't want to be hurt again. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. There's something for everyone to love in Pokemon Go this February. Lunar New Year this year introduces a new normal type. The in-game landscape is getting some much-needed TLC. A new Raid Day event. I wonder who it could be. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 268. It's January 30th, a Tuesday evening. Uh, we're at the end of January already in 2024. I can hardly believe it. I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle, how are you doing this week? I'm all right. Now it's not bitter cold outside. Yeah, that's true. It's been remarkably like, uh, I don't want to say nice, but it's been it's been okay outside. It's just, it's just been not been miserable, but it's also like very muddy. So don't don't true. like the mud. True. Not, not a fan. You, you can go outside right now without wearing gloves. And yeah. that's and that's cool. Um, we will take what we can get. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back for another episode of GoCast. If you haven't caught on to that already, apparently I'm behind the ball here. Um, but Kyle, you and I set some goals last week, and this was for over this weekend for the Team Go Rocket event, the Taken Treasures event, I believe mm-hmm. is the name of it. Um, and we set some goals. So I'm eager to hear what you did do. Uh, I already know uh, how I did. And um, boy, okay. <laughs> For, for you, though, uh, your first one was Evolve and Annihilate. Did you get around to it? I did. Oh, nice. Okay. You have to, what, defeat 20 Dark and Ghost types with it as your buddy? Uh, is that the deal? Ghost and Psychic types? Ghost and Psychic. Ghost and Psychic. Yeah, it doesn't need to defeat them, which is nice. It just needs to be in your It needs to be your buddy. needs to be your buddy. doesn't have to be in your team or something yeah, when you do it. That's, just, that's, just a nice, that's a nice difference, for sure. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. Good for you. Uh, buddy progress. I suppose this kind of begets the the other, right? So, yes, I did. Although it was, it was not the, the Nihilate was not the buddy that was progressing. He was my buddy to do that. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, Shadow Kyogre. I did one. I've done one so far. Are you going to do others? I will probably do one more because okay. it was not good. What were its IVs? Like, like seven. 10 11 oh really like that let me i'll go double check where we progress but yeah not good okay yeah i'm trying to remember what mine was uh i rolled pretty well mine's 12 13 10 wow okay that's great um, 1489 cp so it's also oh. great greatly usable <laughs> yeah but not not good not good no Don't no not bad. good enough but you know the potential is there uh, hello, Kyogre. Where'd you go? Sorry, I was also for your buddy. You already there transferred him? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, is 8, 9, 11. What's its CP at? 885. Okay. 
So you could probably, I wonder how close to 1500 you could get. You want to check? Uh, is this even any good in Great League? I have no, no idea. No, it's not. Oh, well, this it's, is just it's fun. Bad. This is the thought experiment. Uh, 1459, else. so no, not good. Oh, okay. All right, well, <laughs> yeah, try again. <laughs> yeah, try again. <laughs> get another one. <laughs> All right, cool. And then uh, did you keep up with gifting this past week? I I did. I, d- I did okay. Not not okay. great, but okay. So that counts. I got another call out on someone open gifts on Discord, and I'm like, okay, I'll try. I'll do yep. My best. yep, I loved your um, your existential shiny uh, Rowlet response. That was good. That's one of my favorite emojis that we have. Yeah, on our on our Discord, it's re- it's real good. Um, cool. So four out of four for you, a banner a week. Very nice. Uh, I am going to sort of extrapolate out that you actually had some time to play this week, which is wonderful. Um, great. Good, good, good for myself. I also went into evolve and annihilate that didn't happen. I, I kind of forgot about it entirely. Um, and, uh, shadow Kyogre. I did do just like I mentioned one new slash event shiny. Uh, I got a fungus, um, but oh. I already had one, so it's not new, and it's not an event shiny because it's not shadow. Um, so it's a good shiny, though. It is a good shiny, but I, what I what I will take uh, in place of this, obviously, it's not going to count in the official record sheet that we don't actually keep. Um, I did hatch in my second twelve kilometer egg of a room, so I'm. I I'm have happy seen that it seems like it's more common. Yeah, I think so they put good. it. Which is good because there's currently a showcase for Varum right now, which would be real trash if you couldn't get it. That said, yeah. the one right down the street from me has no entries, so I don't think anyone's getting it around here. <laughs> so so when I click, I have a 12-kilometer egg uh, cooking right now, um, and it has eight spawns at the same rarity tier. It's yeah. Sandal, Ponyard, Larvitar, Volubi, Dino, Pancham, Salandit, and Varum. So mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't make it like uber rare. So um hopefully we can get a couple more. Um, that'd be great. Uh and then gifting. I, I've been really quite good actually, if I don't mind tooting my own horn. Um, I've been pretty good about gifting and trying to keep up okay. with everybody. Are so you your, are you hitting your limit for opening each day? No, no, I'm not. I'm I'm more I'm more worried about maintaining and progressing friendships and keeping an eye on those blue halos. Um, and also harassing some friends of my own that are on some lists that I have that haven't opened up my gifts. So I'm paying it forward, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, but, but alas, two out of four for me this week. Good for you, Mr. Kyle. Um, congratulations even, uh, but we've got so much to talk about this week. News wise, uh, February contents update this year's lunar new year, some exciting graphical changes, a new raid day event, uh, we should just hop into it because, good golly, so much to do, so much to cover. Yo, what up? It's the news. Okay, first and foremost, I suppose, like we always try to do, it would make the most sense to talk about the outer shell of the time frame in which we're going to be covering. So first, we'll start with the February content update, which was released as a series of four infographics on their social media uh, again. Um, so, you know, we're getting used to it getting used to it um so let's talk about five star raids first it's strange because this, this first date that was on the first thing starts in the middle of the, that month <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah so keep this in mind i guess um for five star raids from february 15th to the 20th is dark rye 20 
through the 21st is Chris Celia. 21st through 22nd is Uxi, Mesprit, and Azelf. None of this is new, by the way. We, we knew about this because of the, the raid hours. Um, uh, February 22nd through the 23rd is Heatran. And now here's where it's kind of new, <laughs> just for this one thing, that Kyle like sent me a message about Confuse, and then I was also just as confused. February 23rd, we knew is going to be Giratine O. Um, but this post says February 23rd through the 26th is Giratine O. Now, from our understanding, Kyle, what did we sort of figure out? Because it was the 24th and the 25th have other other folks in five star rates because that's when Sinotor Global is. So what's going on there? Yeah, so I, I saw this and I reached out to Chris. I was like, wait, this is important to know. But then I had to think about it more. Because uh, the Sinnoh Tour has just the two raid bosses, as far as we know. We'll talk about it in a second, obviously. And then Giratina is the rest of the time. So raids for Sinnoh Tour start at 10 a.m. and end at 6 p.m. So before 10 a.m. and after 6 p.m., Giratino will be spawning in raids, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I was excited because I was like, oh, my God, it's going to spawn during Sinnoh Tour. That's great news for me. But now that I actually read better about it and I, you know, work on my reading comprehension because Niantic's communication is clear as mud sometimes, <laughs> it's not as exciting as I thought, but it's something. Yeah, so yeah. there's a Giratine O wrapper around the Palkio and Dialgo raids that are happening during uh, Sinnoh Tour Global. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and, and from what we've been able to suss out, the reason that it was only listed as the 23rd before is because the 26th is actually like beyond the advertised event period. So why would you mention it again? Right. Um, just just changes, I guess, a little bit, a couple of details. Uh, but lastly, February 26th through March 1st, we'll have Cresselia and Heatran back together in five star raids, apparently, according to the post. In Shadow Raids, we're saying bye-bye to Shadow Ho for that one weekend that we just had. I didn't do any. Did you manage to do one? Oh, God, no? no. Yeah, I just sometimes I get lucky and I come across a raid train in Woodstock. And this weekend, uh, just the luck wasn't with me, I guess. So, bummer there. Uh, but Shadow Articuno will appear in Shadow Raids during weekends in February. So, Kyle, it looks like your theory is correct. We had a Ho-Oh back and now they're going to start <laughs> Start with the birds again. Who's doing the Articuno? Who's doing the Articuno? Who is doing the Articuno? I mean, it's very doable because it takes four times from rock, so people will do it for that, right? Um, no, go do the five star raid. It's already <laughs> like don't. I just, they must have numbers that people are doing it, like yeah. at least enough that they yeah. want them to. Because like, I'm tired of the legendary birds regularly let alone shadow. So like, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. But for some, some people that like their favorite Pokemon is one of the original legendary birds, like getting a good shadow is a cool thing. Yeah, okay. Well, my favorite legendary is, is Giratina. What am I going to, what am I doing here? Right? Like <laughs> you're waiting another three years is what you're doing. Yeah, you're going right? to like it. You're going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, Pokemon go tour Sinnoh global. The following raid bosses will appear from 10 AM to 6 PM each day during uh, Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh Global, which we just talked about. So the 24th and the 25th will feature Dialga and Dialgo, Palkia and Palkio. Um, the O is standing for their origin forms. They're all listed separately, which I believe means that we'll see raids of of both regular and origin form. That's um, going to be miserable. 
It's got to be. It's got to do something with hourly rotations. I'm sure. Will both of them, both forms, have the chance for the signature move? I don't remember the details. Yeah, yeah. They yes, they will. They have a chance. Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. But you're saying both both Palkia and Palkio have a chance. Yeah. I I I believe it is only the origin forms. That's my understanding. But both origin forms there, Dialgo and Palkio, during their time, should should have a chance for it. Um, okay, but yeah, I'll be interested to see how it sort of kind of breaks out. So, I mean, the, the event period from 10 to six is eight hours long. There's four presented raid bosses. It could be, um, one hour of Dialga, one hour of Dialgo, then Palkia, then Palkio, and then repeat or two hours of each in chunks or who knows? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I, we're going to see. It sounds like it just see. can happen. In general, I don't remember any details saying about hourly rotation. So I think it's going to be like you can find any four of these. And if you're unlucky for four hours straight, you can only get Dialga. So, yeah, yeah. Who knows? I guess we'll again, I guess we'll see. And hopefully, um, much like last year, the in-person event the week prior will tip their hand a little bit of what we can maybe expect for global. So for those of you gearing up for global, um, you can plan more appropriately, right? Uh, so let's move on to Mega Raids. January 31st through February 15th is Mega Latios and Mega Latias. Uh, February 15th through the 22nd will be Mega Absol. And then picking up from there, February 22nd through March 1st will be Mega Garchomp. So that's cool. Um, for raid hours, January 31st is Mega Latias. February 7th is Mega Latios. Feb 19th is Darkrai. It will know Sludge Bomb. February 20th will be Cresselia. It will know Grass Knot. Uh, February 21st will be the Suite of Lake Spirits, Uxi, Mesprit, and Azelf. February 22nd will be Heatran that knows Magma Storm. This is not new, by the way. Just, just reiterating that. We've talked about this. February 23rd will be Giratino that knows Shadow Force. But then heads up, February 28th will be both Cresselia and Heatran, but they will not have those signature moves that they had the week prior. So don't don't push it then if you're looking for one of those. Mm-hmm. Do it during the week um, if you can, week prior. And uh, here we go, Elite Raid Hours. There's going to be a new Elite Raid. It's going to be on February 14th. Yes, it'll be on Valentine's Day. Um, it'll be Anamorous, the incarnate form. It is the, the fifth genie that was introduced in Legends Arceus. Uh, and there will be four time periods of uh of raids for this elite raid it'll be uh 12 p.m to 1 p.m then 1 p.m to 2 p.m then it'll skip to the end of the day 5 to 6 p.m and then 6 to 7 p.m it looks like you're fact checking whether or not it is from legends rcs or somewhere else no i was just you mind flooded me because there's only four genies not five Oh, sorry. I did mean Anamorous is the yeah. fourth genie. Yes, and yeah. I was very confused for yes. a second. Yep. Uh, Ka- <laughs> Here, can you, can you say that again? Because I, I was going to cut out the pause. Can you just say something like, oh, just for the record, there's actually only four. You messed up. Oh, yeah. So I, I just had to double check. There's only four genies, not five. I don't know how to count. Okay. We've, we've established this in the lore of this show. <laughs> I don't know how to count. There are four. Yes. That's Can right. You name them. <laughs> uh, Thunderous, Landerous. <laughs> What's the other one? Oh, you're going to say it. And I'm going to go, oh, 
<laughs> gosh, what? I, I can't stand these Pokemon, so it makes sense that I can't remember them. Tornadus. Tornadus, that's the one. Windorus. Yeah. And, and then an uh and then Anamorous. Yeah. Anamorous has a, a unique enough name that I remember it though, because it's different. Uh so so there's that. Uh, and then here's some events. Oh boy, some of these we knew, some of these we don't know anything about, but we got some names. February 4th is Chansey Community Day. February 5th through the 11th is a Lunar New Year Dragons Unleashed. February 10th is Go Battle Day. February 11th is Ray Day Hisuian Decidui. February 13th through the 15th is the Carnival of Love. And the day in, in the middle of that is the Elite Raid Day. Um, February 16th through the 18th is Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh Los Angeles. Then the week after that, the 19th to the 23rd is the Road to Sinnoh event we covered last week. And then February 24th through the 25th is uh, Sinnoh Go Tour Global. And then lastly, we got some spotlight hours. There are only three because the week of Road to Sinnoh, there is no spotlight hour. There is a raid hour instead. So we're not going to miss one. It's just, this just doesn't exist. February 6th is going to be Dratini with two times catch experience. February 13th is Mana with two times catch candy. And February 27th is Sandshrew and Alolan Sandshrew with two times transfer candy. And this is strange to me. Hopefully, Kyle, you can teach me what this means. Plus percentage transfer rare candy XL. Does that mean that if we transfer in that period, we have a chance to get a rare candy XL? What? Clear as mud, as usual. So, like, to, to me, if this didn't have the word rare in it, I would just expect it to be a higher chance of when he transfer to get a yeah, true candy before, XL. Like, for, right. for community day and stuff. Shinx community day. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you heard it here first. Don't transfer anything you catch for Seno Tour at all. Yes. Apparently. Yep. I'm going to transfer 3,000 Pokemon at one time, and I'll get three rare candy XL. <laughs> If that's what they mean. Yeah. <laughs> if but, not, you could get like 50, I don't know, like a Chimchar rare can or candy. It says rare candy. It does. It says rare candy. It does. See, now you got me double checking. And I know I stared at this for like 15 minutes. I'm, I'm looking. I Whenever you're reading off of our document, I'm looking at the actual file. To see, oh, okay. To good. Like good. Check. That's uh, that's weird. So what, whatever the heck that means. <laughs> I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, there's that. That's February in a nutshell. But let's kind of drill down on a couple of these events we actually got some details on. First and foremost is the Lunar New Year Dragons Unleashed, um, which I'm kind of like low-key excited about. <laughs> uh, Happy Lunar New Year. The Pokemon Go Lunar New Year event is happening once again. This will be starting on Monday, February 5th at 10 a.m. And it will end on Sunday, February 11th. 8 p.m. local time. There's a debut. It's Drampa, the Placid Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Drampa's a, a weird Pokemon, and, and we'll talk about it later in the show, too. But I like the uniqueness of Drampa. Kind of an <laughs> underwhelming Pokemon, uh, but cool because of that. Event bonuses for the Lunar New Year this year will be increased chance for lucky Pokemon in trades, increased chance to become lucky friends, Additional candy from successfully catching Pokemon with nice, great, and excellent throws. And then if you can get Candy XL, you can also get an increased chance for those sorts of throws as well. There's a small pool of wild encounters, but it is small uh, and mighty, I would say. 
Magikarp, Dratini, Shuckle, Fennekin, Skrelp, Noibat, and if you're lucky, Jangmo-O in the wild. Now, the winners here are, I would say, Jangmo-O, uh, Skrelp, because that shiny was added at uh, GoFest pretty recently, at the end of last year. Um, and people love chasing Shuckle. <laughs> Shuckle shiny, for whatever what? reason. What? Yes. Because it's not really ever around, you know. But it's okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in raids, one star raids will feature Rutini, Dino, and Gumi. Three star raids will feature Drudagon, Turtonator, and Drampa. So if you're having a hard time finding Drampa um, otherwise, th- th- it's in raids. So that's cool. <laughs> uh, field research task encounters. If you event field research, if you have an encounter for it, you have a chance at. This huge pool of Pokemon, Dratini, Trapinch, Swablu, Gibble, Darumaka, Drudagon, Dino, Skrelp, uh, Tyrant, Gumi, Turtonator, and Drampa. So as soon as we identify which task is the Drampa task, people are going to go for that because I failed to mention the shiny for Drampa is also released mm-hmm. right away. You don't have to wait. So that's cool. They're just It's going to be one task that's going to have a pool of 12 Pokemon in it. <laughs> You watch. I hope not. I you really watch. hope not. They've been kind of going away from that. So, yeah. At least that, from what I can tell. <laughs> uh, and of course, there's paid timed research. But this one's only two bucks. And it will include the following. Stardust XP, two lucky eggs, and encounters with event-themed Pokemon. Uh, so it's up to you whether or not that's that's worth the cost. Don't, don't buy or that not. one. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm going to stay neutral on it because, I mean, again, you know, two lucky eggs, you can, that's a dollar at least. Yeah, but like Um, not if you got them in a box. True, true. You got them in a box, two lucky eggs is worth like maybe 50 cents at most. Yeah, but is this, is a sale price really a market price? Well, I think the, the fact that most people don't buy from the shop directly counts. Like, yeah. No one buys a super incubator from the shop. It's a bad thing to do. Yeah, definitely a terrible thing to do. Who would do that? <laughs> I think I've done it twice. Um, and those were moments of desperation when they weren't in boxes. Otherwise, I would have gone for that. That's it. I have bought um, Lucky Eggs from the shop. Yeah. Because they're yeah. not in boxes that often. Yeah. And I'll usually buy it like right when I need it. But that's those. I shouldn't do it. Like, that's a bad idea. Don't don't follow my lead because it's a bad lead to follow. Did and I'm you, sorry, but like two dollars for what's probably going to be like 10,000 experience in Stardust, two lucky eggs. And then that we're going to I'm just going to assume positives here. A Drampa, a Turtonator and like a Drunagon. What you would have to pay for a raid pass for or get lucky from a research. Yeah, like, it's just it's it's not there. Yeah, that's that's a that's a fair assessment. I'm gonna probably go for it because um, I'm gonna want a nice IV Drampa, which I'm going to also assume is in there. Um, and I'm still looking for a shiny Drudagon. My word. All right, there's also a global challenge with this entire event. And um, while the event on its own seems fine, this global challenge, if we do meet it, could really be um, it could take this event to the next level based on what these things are. Um, A global challenge will take place throughout the event. Work with trainers around the world to throw one billion nice throws to unlock the bonuses below for all trainers to enjoy for the remainder of the event. 
As part of the global challenge and rewards, festive fireworks will also light up the skies. That's cool. So there's three segments here. Global challenge rewards featured attacks. There will be five Pokemon that can get featured attacks uh, during this period if we meet the global challenge. Two ground candidates, one fairy, one dragon, and one normal. Great. Uh, you know, <laughs> hard to say if that's cool or not because we don't know what they are. I, I don't know how to feel. I'm going to assume. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the dragon is going to be like Bagon. I'm going to say the dragon move is going to be Bagon. Probably. Probably. Um, this part, this next one is the thing that I think is most exciting. Uh, Global Challenge rewards wild encounters. There's seven additional wild encounters that they're going to add to the pool if we meet the global challenge six of those seven can be shiny um and if we take a look at the pool it is just seven besides um so i'm not quite sure how to suss out what they could or couldn't be because my guess for the one that wasn't shiny would have been jangmo but it's already in the wild pool yeah i imagine one of them is probably a gumi on this list here one of them is a bagon Drampa may be in the wild, too. Yeah. Oh, I'll be so sick if they put Drudagon, Turtonator, and Drampa and Gumi in the wild. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. They'll never do it, but no, it'd be no so way. cool. No oh, man. So there's that. That could potentially be awesome. <laughs> and then lastly, in raids, uh, they would also add one one-star raid. That's a mystery, not shiny eligible. And one three-star raid, which is a mystery, but is shiny eligible. Mm-hmm. So... Do with that speculative knowledge uh, what you will. But Kyle, I'm curious um, how you feel about this event because I understand Drampa is not a, not a poll for you. Um, but I think this added level of mystery definitely gives this event a little bit more oomph than it would have otherwise. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I don't know if I should care, so I'm going to be safe. I don't want to be hurt again. No, I, I, I mean, I, I, I disagree. I, I, I think it's the opposite. Oh, okay. I think, first off, I know a billion catches might sound like a lot to some people listening. We will finish that in the first day. It's not oh, even. Oh, yeah. It's not even a question. If you think about it, if you think about how many people play Go, it'll be done before the first day is over, almost without a doubt. Which leads me to the point of, I know nothing about this actual event. I know that this event has Drampa in it, and that's it. Because there is more hidden than is told to us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's about dragons. It's in the title. Dragons. It's about unleashed. dragons. And there are no dragons spawning. There's Dratini. And then a rare chance of Jangmo. Oh, doesn't count. This doesn't exist until <laughs> about, I see them in the game. What about uh, Noibad? He evolves into that one. So doesn't dragon, count. right? No? Doesn't count. No. Okay. You have so many dragons you've toted out for so long. They don't, they're not special anymore. You could put them in here. You, you why, like, I know people want Skrelp. That's, that's fine. I, I get it. Why is Skrelp here instead of, like, Dino? Or, you know, Gibble? Which, obviously, there, there are other places in this event. That's, but that, that's my point. Why aren't they in the wild? Yeah. And that leads me to, I'm sure they're here. I'm sure they're in the Global Challenge Rewards. Oh, Skrelp is based off of a sea dragon. I yeah, I I understand why it's there. It and Magikarp turns into a foe dragon. Why okay. is Fennekin there then? <laughs> you know, that's the one I got. Nothing. Why Fire? is Shuffle there then? Uh, 
like obviously Fennekin, like maybe you're the Fox joke or whatever. It's red. Uh, I, I don't know. That's all. It just it feels like the identity of the event is so strong. And the the features of the event are not. Hmm. I feel like last year we had. You're the dog question mark. I, think I remember so. you're the dog was very obviously dog forward because we have some great Pokemon to put in there. Yeah. And it feels like this is the missed opportunity and it's all hidden behind question marks that I pro- would probably make it a better event for me. And I'll probably care a little bit more after we've unlocked it. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're not going to tell us. We're just going to have to go and look online to see what Pokemon everybody's encountering. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, like you said, we'll probably meet this goal in the first day. And so, yeah. I mean, we'll know pretty soon. Um, yeah, so like, it's not a bad event. It's certainly not bad. I don't like that half of the event is just straight up hidden, though. Like, this is the opposite of communication that I want to see. It's, it's true. But, but I... I will make an exception because they told us what sort of things they're going to be. Oh, these is, five are getting taxed. It is slightly and, better. I think that if you have a challenge, it should unlock bonuses. It should unlock, you know, the catch experience from excellent throws. Not these Pokemon are going to be in raids. Sure. Because sure. I want to plan. I want to plan when I'm doing raids. I want to expect to go out and do raids. Not spur of the moment most of the time. I mean, I think three-star raids having Drudagon, Turtonator, and Drampa is actually pretty good. Um, all three of those are shiny chases. Yes. They're 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 the three-star raids are right. Yeah. The one-star raids are not. I mean Gumi is a good one. No, one-star raids are not. Okay. I did <laughs> 75 Gumi during GoFest. I would never want to do another one again. Even if I, I didn't have the shiny, I would not want to. <laughs> have one. And I need to do more because I need more shiny Gumi. <laughs> well, all right. Anyway, I guess uh, much like other things we've been covering lately, we'll just kind of have to wait and see after we know what these mysteries are to fully sort of assess this event. But my take is that it looks pretty good. I'm very excited about Drampa. I like Drampa. And once we cover it later, you'll know why I like Drampa. Um, okay. And I like the paid re- time to research being only two bucks instead of five. I mean, it is scaled down to match it in excitement and what it delivers to you. But it, for me, who's going to buy the research regardless, because it's I, I just do them all. I just do mostly so that we can talk about them, um, but also because I'm a completionist. I appreciate that it's two dollars instead of five. Um, so, hey, <laughs> but there's there's that event. Good luck out there, trainers. Next up, this is the smallest yet probably the most exciting piece of news <laughs> we have this week. Uh, testing visual changes. Trainers, in the coming months, will be testing visual changes in certain parts of the world. We continually strive to improve the Pokemon Go experience. As such, we want to ensure the changes we make are beneficial to and make a strong positive impact on the greater community, as well as each individual trainer's experience before we launch them globally. Trainers in these regions may see the following visual changes to the in-game Pokemon Go map, including encounter screens. And there is no second bullet point. It's just that one. Now, that may sound underwhelming, but if you saw some of the screenshots that they have, and I would encourage you to go take a look at the blog post, you'd you'd get why this is exciting. Uh, Since Monster Hunter Now came out, Kyle and I have been harping about how good the landscape in that game looks. 
Uh, now, Kyle, based on the screenshots you've seen, do you think that this matches what you would have wanted them to do? Is it under? Uh, is it over? Are there, are there screenshots of like the map or is it only encounter screens that you've seen? I've only seen I, encounter screens. I've seen encounter screens and I've seen it in the, oh, I believe I've seen in the overworld. I thought there was one in the in the collage here for this post. I don't, there's nothing in this post from the one that you have linked here. There's, there's oh, I've, I think it's on their social media. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the map. I think the encounter screens look good. Yeah. In, in a static image, it looks good. I like it a lot. Like it, it is a positive change for me. Yeah. It's cool. It is very, very cool. Um, the, the overworld map has been in need of an update for a long time. Um, it's very flat. It's very vanilla. It's very boring. And so this will make it, this will make it great. Well, better. <laughs> we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, February Expedition Access. Nothing new here, really. We've had two months of this now, and this is a February one. So $5, and you get access to the regular uh, bonuses. Um, uh, Expedition Access includes time to research opportunities, bountiful bonuses that supply trainers with incubators, increased gift storage, and extra experience. Um, and then it will also give you uh, encounters with Pokemon found in Hisui in the Hisui region, such as Gibble, Togetic, and Hisui and Growlithe. Um, and there's that. So it, it you know it gives you the free uh, one use incubator when you spin a stop, all that sort of stuff. So if if you've been enjoying it the past two months, it's more of the same. Um, I have been. It's been great. So I will continue to buy these. I I just wish it was an automatic thing instead of every month. Maybe it'll be different. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Well, I. I, I read the text and now I can't find it, but this, this is the last one of these. They only said they were going to do three months initially, and then they were like revisiting it at the start of at the start right. of this last season. So right. we don't know what it might necessarily look like for March. True. Uh, and this one, by the way, does have uh, a set of avatar items that unlocks with it. Inspired by the red security core outfit from the Pokemon Legends RCS video game on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> only available on the web store only available on the web store yeah if you have the ticket okay interesting yeah that's an that's a that's a good point so if you're going to purchase this and you do want the avatar items go buy on the web store cool maybe you get a deal there probably not probably not i that's that's probably like the worst part of this for me is you are you are given the privilege of buying the outfit by buying the ticket <laughs> Yeah, but but people that don't pay attention to this and buy it in the regular in-game store don't. Right. I, I mean, so I no, it's not it's not available for them. It's only available if you have the ticket and go to the web store. It's not in the regular in-game store. New avatar items inspired by a security court from Pokemon Legends RCS and Switch will be available to Expedition Access February ticket holders who purchased it. Who purchase on the Pokemon Go web store? Yeah, but does that does that mean that it is only available on the web store, or if it's available in both stores? And if you buy it in the web store, then you also get the avatar items. I think it is only available on the web store to people with the ticket hold, tickets. That would be very simple. Um, I. Yeah, I, hmm. I, I don't like I, that. Like the way I describe it, I don't like that. It's not the end of the world. It's cosmetics. I don't I don't care that much. I just don't like it. I, I think it's going to be that you can buy the ticket on the web store and in the game store. But if you buy in the web store, you get the outfit. That's my that's my guess. 
Because think about it, right? They're trying to they're trying to promote people going to the web store, right? And what they've been doing be, to to incentivize that in the past is better deals. Okay. And in this case, it's going to be the same price. They're not going to re- reduce it, so they have to add more value to incentivize people buying it in the store. So you're saying if you buy the ticket in the web store, mm-hmm. you will get the hat and the outfit for free as part of as part of the yeah research. I think. Okay. That's my that's, read. If that's but, the case, that's fine. I have no complaints. But, <laughs> but yeah, the thing, I think the problem the I'm, silly personally, but that's oh, sh- yeah. sure, sure. But the part I'm struggling with, Kyle, is that what the reading that you also just had makes sense as well. <laughs> I, I don't. It's, <laughs> it's so clear. I don't, but whatever. We'll find out in two days. We will. We will. So there's that. That's our. Those are our guesses. <laughs> Uh, last but certainly not least, we've got another raid day. It'll be Hisuian Decidui. Trainers prepare for Pokemon Go Tour Sinnoh with some challenging new raid battles. Hisuian Decidui will appear in a special raid day event as part of a season-long celebration of the Hisui region. Only time will tell when Hisuian Decidui will return, so make sure you catch this opportunity. It'll be on Sunday, February 11th, which I also believe is the Super Bowl. Uh, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. The debut will be Hisuian Decidui. It can be shiny. It's pretty rad. It'll be in uh, three-star rates. Event bonuses. This is standard for raid days. Receive up to five additional free raid passes from spinning gym photo discs. Remote raid limit will be increased to 20 on Saturday, uh, February 10th, from 4 p.m. to Sunday, February 11th at 7 p.m. PST. There's an increased shiny chance for shiny Hisui and Decidui, and uh, Hisui and Decidui will appear more frequently in raids, uh, like dominate them. Um, yeah. There's a five dollar event ticket to get some bonuses, like more raid passes, increased chance for candy and candy XL if you can get them, fifty uh, percent more experience in raid battles, and two times stardust from raid battles. It, again, like we've said in the past, this is a five dollar ticket, but if you are already going to like. Like I did last time, 56 raids for uh, Typhlosion. <laughs> Just pay it. It's It will be worth the value at that point in time. Um, you'll end up paying more by buying those individual passes, uh, especially if you're trying to hit your remote limit, um, than doing this and trying to knock as many in-person raids as possible. So should be should be more value there. Kyle, are you going to participate in Hisuian Decidui Raid Day? It's not as hype as... Typhlosion was for I me, mean, at least. I'll do what I can, but it's on a Sunday. I'm working that Sunday because yeah. apparently all three of these raid days are going to be on Sunday now, I guess. So, yes, yeah. sir. It's it's also going to be Super Bowl Sunday, so you're going to be probably busy uh, at that time. Yeah. And then, you know, by four o'clock, it'll be dead. But oh, yeah. Everybody will be everybody will be on their couches at home yeah. <laughs> or couches at their local uh, bar and eatery or something. Who knows? Uh, so yeah, that's it for the news. Uh, February is looking interesting. I mean, it already was because of Sinnoh tour, uh, but these events are kind of raising the bar in some aspects. So it'll be cool. Um, so yeah, perfecto. Kyle, I think it's the right time. Don't you for gear up? Yeah, I think so. We've, we've talked about the news enough. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's close the news and let's open up gear up. This week on Gear Up, I'm going to do a quick Sinnoh raid guide for Sinnoh Tour. 
just just real quick, very simple, so you can be ready in what is it? What is it now? Three weeks, two weeks if you're going in person, three weeks if you're if you're doing global. Yep. Because uh, first up, we have Dialga Dialgo, which is now fun that we can say that. I suppose. Yeah, buddy. Uh, the dragon that's not weak to dragon. It's weak to fighting and ground. So just just some top counters, but just about anything works for of these typings. You got Groudon, Landorus, Therian form, Machamp, Lucario, Conkeldur, Excadrill. Anything Shadow is obviously better if you have it of what is listed here. And that's it. Dialga is not too fancy, all things considered. Uh, you can trio it. You can duo it if you're really good and you have weather boosted. It's it's very tight. You can trio it for the most part if you're competent. I wouldn't try. It's not really it's not really worth it, but you can. It's a slog. Theoretically, yeah. on paper, it's possible. Next up is Palkia and Palkio. It's weak to dragon and fairy. Which basically means you're going to be using dragon types because dragon is overwhelmingly better than fairy for the most part. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which leaves us with Rayquaza, Haxorus, Dialga. Dialga is good against Palkia, but Palkia is not good against Dialga. Got a got a real uh, Groudon on Kyogre thing going on <laughs> every yeah. time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Salamence, Gardevoir, really only Mega Gardevoir, although regular regular Gardevoir will do fine. Mm-hmm. Garchomp and Xerneas. Xerneas is better than regular Gardevoir, but Mega is better than Xerneas. So yeah. keep that in mind. And again, Shadow where applicable. So Shadow Salamence will be very good. Uh, Sh- Shadow Garchomp's a thing, right? That's that Shadow Gibble exists. I think uh, it, does. it was on the list. I just don't know if that was real. I don't remember. Okay. Well, if that exists, <laughs> Do I help? if that exists, use that. I don't think it exists now that I'm thinking about it. And I think that list is being very speculative that I saw. Yeah, no, I, I don't have one, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist, I guess. Yeah, I don't think it exists. Don't worry about that. That's it. That's it. We'll keep it real simple. They're not very fancy raids. Uh, the origin forms will be very slightly harder raids, but not enough that you're going to notice the difference. And that said, I can now issue a correction for last week. The origin forms do have slightly higher stats. And when you're talking, especially up to like Master League, it's like five points higher in attack and defense, and the stamina is about the same. So that can potentially matter if you're if you're playing at that high of a level. Can you even do that? Can you do like primals in Master League? They're not, but they're not primals. It's a form. It's not a shape shift, though. It, this is just this is like using Giratino versus Giratina. Oh, oh no! You're 100 correct. Yeah. Oh, geez. Hmm. So, okay. <laughs> so fair game. All right. Yeah. They're, they're uh, fair game. Shout out to Triptano for that. Right. Yep. 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 Cool. Thank you, Trip. <laughs> cool. Uh, I think we're all ready for uh, all of our rating we'll be doing on at Global Tour, if not at LA Prior. So thank you very much. All right. Then we're gonna take a quick little break here, and when we come back, it'll be Poker Lord time, and I've already. Let the cat out of the bag, so to speak. So you already know what's coming. (laughs) See you there. Okay, it's Pokalore time. We're going to talk about a a normal dragon Pokemon. 
it's Drampa, the placid Pokemon. I love Drampa, and I hope you do too by the end of this. Drampa is a serpentine Pokemon similar to a Chinese dragon. Most of its skin is bluish green, but the lower half of its face and the underside of its neck is a pale green. There are three spots on each of its sides that are also light green. It has pink eyes with rounded yellow eyebrows, short whiskers resembling a mustache, floppy ears, and a small white beard with a circular extension. On top of its head is a mop of white hair split into four rounded sections, two draped down either side of its head. Fluffy white fur drapes the lower half of its body and conceals its arms when they are tucked against its chest. When its arms are spread, two short claws are revealed on each hand. It has a bushy white tail with a small curved spike at the base. This draconic Pokemon lives alone in the mountains 10,000 feet above sea level. The berries it feeds on do not grow at this altitude, so it descends to the base of the mountains daily at dawn. It loves communicating with people and Pokemon and is especially gentle with children. It will often appear in areas where children gather and play with them. Despite its gentle nature, it becomes enraged if a child it cares for is hurt and can go as far as to burn the bully's house down if able. <laughs> Let's go. As seen in the anime, Drampa is capable of flying. Stats, max CP at 40 is 29.14, at 50 is 32.94. 186 stamina, 164 defense, 231 attack. Best move set's going to be Dragon Breath mixed with Outrage. And it really doesn't have a, a good secondary charge move, but you could take Dragon Pulse. Um, but Outrage is superior. Um, so unless those move sets change before it comes out for this event, I suppose. Um, Dramp is great. I love it. You know, it's as crazy and energetic and over the top as Pokemon tends to make its dragons. I love the uh, the tonal shift that Drampa provides. It's like, yeah, it's just hanging out. He's just an old guy doing his thing. Yeah. Likes kids, hates violence. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think Drampa's mid. I, I don't dislike Drampa. I don't love Drampa. It's all right. I never forget about mm -hmm. it. It's. I will say that. It's theming is very strong, and for whatever reason, I'll never forget that there is a normal dragon named Drampa. Yes. <laughs> so, like you said, Drampa is mid, but here's the thing: is I feel like Drampa is designed to kind of be mid. Yeah, it's, it's it. It always screamed to me: we designed this Pokemon because normal dragon didn't exist. Yeah, we. It, it screams there was a gap, and we just were filling it versus we made a pokemon and then this is where it fits sure yeah I, I i agree um but i don't think it suffers too much for it i mean i don't think it excels because of it either though i think that's that's kind of where yeah. i'm coming from i think it's it's fine like it, it's definitely fine i'm certainly never going to play through a pokemon game and put trampa on my team i think well, it, it does suffer from uh the the same things that any single form non-legendary suffers from you know, it's just kind of, eh. yeah, eh. It, it, it's a prime candidate for like a baby though. Like, yeah, I don't know it. Like they should have released a baby when they released Drampa. It would have been, would have been good. It would have been real good. Would've baby good. dragon. I don't know. It's hard because, <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been dabbling in other monster collection games and stuff lately. And most of them don't do evolution. That's not a thing that happened. That's a very Pokemon thing for the most part. Yeah. And so every time we have a single stage that just screams 
needs an evolution or pre-evolution. It stands out a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose evolution's like pretty much a Pokemon thing and duh, duh, duh. Digimon. Digimon. <laughs> like Temtem tried to copy it, obviously, but other yeah. monster collection games like Shimigami Tensin and uh dragon hunt dragon Dragon quest dragon quest there you go yeah they don't have evolutions they just expect you to swap out your pokemon your monsters for different monsters instead right exactly yeah yep 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 uh i agree and i feel like that's okay because evolution is kind of like cornered by pokemon and digivolution is close but it's different enough you know that's why it stands out to me when a pokemon doesn't evolve and it's not a legendary yeah 100 percent. it doesn't feel right but Trampa feels right. It does. I, I agree. Uh, but that's Trampa. Take him or leave him. Either way, he's hanging out apparently. So it's all good. Uh, that's it for Pokalore. That means we're going to hop into Pokepole. So for last week's Pokepole, we had with adventure effects like Spatial Rend and Roar of Time being added to Sinnoh Tour. What other adventure effects would you like to see in the future and how would they work? First response from Bunny Man, they said, Hoopa's adventure effect should allow two users to trade at a distance. One person activates the ability and the trade distance cap vanishes. They could even go nuts with revamping the trade animation to make it as cinematic as the Master Ball catch animation. Ooh! If each form gets a different effect, I'd give that ability to unbound and bound gets the site-to-site Pokestop teleport. All those overseas lucky trades, I'd spend Hoopa Candy on that. This is real smart. A good a good use yep. of this feature to solve a, a long-term problem that we've had. I agree. It's, it's, it's a good idea. People have been wanting it for a while. They'd rather not be monetized, but hey, if you... I would, I would pay Candy and Stardust to do a long-distance trade. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And again, I think most people would, would move, move uh, mountains uh, resource-wise to in order to do that because, yeah, I don't know, something we talk about at least once a month on this show is <laughs> people people pining over not having <laughs> uh, long-distance remote trades and stuff. Yeah. Yep. All right. The next response we have is from Del Hazard, and they said, I think Arceus's unique move is Judgment. So I don't think this makes much sense, but it would be awesome if they could implement space-time distortions and alpha Pokemon somehow from Legends Arceus. Mm. For example, when you activate the adventure effect, it distorts the area around you or on a Pokestop like Allure, and you get unique spawns with a chance to spawn an alpha Pokemon. I'm for, I don't I don't know about the alpha Pokemon. I think those are going to stay in Arceus forever, but I'm all for the unique spawns and effect and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really like the uh, the feature of Alpha Pokemon, but that in- that introduces a lot of interesting um, potential problems for competitive and stuff like that. Unless you just keep them out, in which case, then what's the point, right? Yep. So yeah, but it's a cool idea. I'd like to see more stuff like that. Next response from Carlo, and they said, "I really like the idea of on the show for personal weather effects, and I just want to expand on that in a way that doesn't lock it into costing legendary candy." Cast form, baby. Let's go. Time to shine. Not really, but I also suppose a little bit. <laughs> I'd like to see the weather moves introduced to the game for this out of battle usage. Sunny and clear from sunny day. Rainy from rain dance. Partly cloudy from sandstorm. Cloudy from mist. Windy from hurricane. Snow from hail. And fog from haze. 
I know Hurricane is a damaging move, but I couldn't think of a better idea for Cloudy. Any who's would work similarly to Dialgo, Palkio, but you need to set your buddy to a mon with a weather changing move and pay the candy slash dust fee. It'd be super useful on community day for players wanting to guarantee a boost for better stats or no boost for PvP possibilities. Yeah. 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 I yep. like that. I like that. Although it's really I I do firmly believe it will it has to stay tied to a legendary because otherwise the cost is not going to be prohibitive enough to to tie it to a value. Yeah, I would agree, but but if it's also like uh all of those come from cast form. You're going to run out of cast form candies really quick anyway. Yeah, but like if you really watch it, you can walk cast form. Can't walk Dialga. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you can, uh, but I, I not efficiently, not yeah, realistically not, not for idea. this. I got yeah. 10 kilometers walked on my adventure seat last week. Not a good idea. <laughs> Ooh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, but I would love this. I'd like to see. Yeah. Some... Yeah. All for weather. The weather being able, I, I know it's, it's probably tied to client side for the game, obviously, but being able to manipulate that in some way would be pretty cool. I bet you this is an idea that they've thought of or talked about in the past, especially when they talked about this sort of stuff. It's like, okay, yeah, weather affects your thing in game and weather is in our game too. So it makes sense to try to do something. And I'm sure they look at it and go, ah, they're complicated. They're probably like, Oh, we can't do that. Yeah. yeah. We can't do that, but it's a good (laughs) idea. And I wish they would. (laughs) Yeah. Last one's from Evie lover. Nia from Spotify. It said, maybe the choice to battle or just catch the wild Pokemon, but you only get one Pokemon to fight it with. So yours gets knocked out. The other Pokemon flees. Oh. Yeah, it would kind of bring back sort of like a classic sort of uh, approach to catching a Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially for people that role play in this game, too. It would make a lot more sense than just throwing the ball because that is kind of a grand departure from. Yeah. Where the are my rocks? <laughs> Where's my bait? <laughs> All right. So for this week's poke hole, we have aside from a go fast, go tour or safari zone. What other sort of regular in-person event would you like to see? Bonus points for creativity. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I, the thinking here is like, you know, GoFest is like a big bonanza. Go Tour focuses on a region, and Safari Zones are meant to encourage people to explore a particular space, and sometimes those events are are catered to some general theming in the physical space that they're in. Um, so, I mean, I would really, I'd really love to see something that's smaller than all these that could be sort of like uh, done in global city activations. So, like, there would be something going on in Seattle, New York, and Chicago, right? It doesn't have to be, doesn't have to be like 50 locations in each, in each country or something like that. But, like, you know, uh, the top three major cities in every country or something like that would be cool. And it would just have to be like a, Hey, in this particular downtown area, right? Not wherever you are. It's encouraging people to go to a, a, a more uh, populated spot. Um, and uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess yeah, like, well, like what, what's, what's the event? What do you get people to go out for? Right. That's not, that's like what I'm thinking. <sighs> and I feel like you would, it would have to be something like uh like a super community day, you know, like like they choose a month and that community day is either going to be a, a a suite of Pokemon or is community day turned up to 11. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this may sound silly. I could see a GoFest revisited. Maybe. Oh, like oh. you've already done it. Here is here is Mew. Here is did you you know do what you want with the spawns? Figure that out. That's its own math problem. Sure. Uh, but you know, featured on Mew, featured on Celebi. Like this is what we did in 2018. Yeah. But now we're gonna do it in you know six cities in the United States. You know, do it in California. Do it in you know Chicago. Do it in New York. Do it in Texas. Maybe do it in Florida. I don't know. Like you know, spread it out, but encourage it to be you know location locked in that. So regard. like a a GoFest classic. Yeah, that would be cool. I like that idea quite a bit. It's kind of like, cheating because, you know, we have, aside from GoFest here, but that's why I'm, I'm inventing a new GoFest. Right, exactly. No, no, no. Hey, Community Day so. Classic is different than Community Day Normal, you know? So, so. that makes sense. <laughs> different enough. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, like, and they wouldn't even have to do, like, the whole rigmarole they did for the first one with, like, the physical habitat setups and stuff like that. It would just have to be like, a, hey in this populated city and this populated city within those bounds, you'll see uh, an increase or an extra bonus or something. Right. That'd be cool. Yep. Uh, but anyway, dear listener, if you have an answer to this week's Pokeball question, which is aside from a go fest, go tour or safari zone, what other sorts of regular in-person event would you like to see bonus points or creativity? You can answer that question on uh, on X when we post there at GoCast Podcast. If you're a patron of ours via Patreon, we have a Pokepole channel in our Patreon Discord that you can post there. On the YouTube uh, vi- version of this video, you can comment your response. If you're listening on the Spotify mobile app, there's a tab in-app for this episode to respond to that question there. Um, you can send us an email to mail at GoCastPodcast.com with your response or, of course, call in 262-586-7717 and leave a voicemail of your response uh, to many different avenues, many, many different avenues. Uh, But speaking of emails, Mr. Kyle, I believe it is that time. Once again, what are we doing? It's time for emails. That's right. And no voicemails this week, at least. So uh, we've got a few emails here. Uh, Kyle, would you mind kicking us off? First emails from JK Awesome, and they said, Hi, guys. We were so pumped to hear you read my first email in the car. I was high-fiving my brother who was visiting for the weekend. He caught zero Porygon Shinies while I caught four. And my kids were pumped slash embarrassed by their dad, which is precisely what I was going for. Yeah. I do have a question for you. We are not longtime listeners yet, but I haven't heard you address this one. What is the most ridiculous thing you found yourself doing while playing Pokemon Go? I asked this question on Reddit a few months back, and I got over 600 responses. The link to the to the discussion I'll have to check out after the show. Mm-hmm. These are some amazing stories out there, including pajamas, graveyards, missing buses, etc. I haven't done anything too crazy, but I have adjusted my drive to work to spin as many stops as possible with my Go Plus Plus and carry it almost everywhere now. Multiple people have told me my pocket is glowing green when I walk around at work. <laughs> we were, we're also considering a trip out to L.A. for one of the in-person events. Can you discuss the pros and cons of these in the next few weeks? Jonathan, a.k.a. J.K. Awesome. 
Okay. Well, well, really quick for the uh, in-person events in LA, the tickets are unfortunately sold out. So I, I can't recommend doing that trip because there's not going to be much for you to do. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, unless you already have tickets, in which case, yes, you should show up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but if not, I mean, Kyle and I can't recommend these in-person events more. Um, if you can swing them, they're incredible. I, I think for the future, if an in-person event is ever within reasonable driving distance and you like Pokemon Go, it is not even a question to go. Yeah, it is. Only, I think it only becomes a discussion when you have to commute. If you have to fly and you have to get a hotel. It, there definitely becomes a, a a weight of pros and cons for that. Yeah. I mean, chiefly money, yes. the cost of it gets, whether, whether gets it's away worth from it you. or not. Yeah. Uh, but the in-person experience is, is fantastic. Just seeing everybody playing. I, I probably play less than I should at in-person events nowadays, just because I'm surrounded by so many people that I'm there for that instead of the playing yeah. most of the time. Uh, yeah. And, and we always talk about that, like sense of like, Oh, I'm with my people. Like that's, it's cool. Yep. It's really cool. Uh, but what's the craziest thing you've done in Pokemon Go, Kyle? I, I'd probably have to think about this for a little bit. I have an answer I've told on the show, so I'll say that one for now. Although if I come up with another one, I'll have to think about it. Okay. Uh, when the Kalos starters were released and Froki was nowhere to be found, I was at work on my break sitting down talking to my manager, just just having a conversation. It wasn't anything important. And I was opening Pokemon Go and I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> and there was a poke, there was a Froakie like just down the street. So I like got up, went into my car, drove and caught it, came back and was back you know, before my break was over. And there, my manager was like, where'd you go? And I, I, had, like, I went frog Pokemon. hunting. It was, po- yeah. it was Pokemon. Yeah. Don't oh, like, don't straight worry. up. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she knew just enough <laughs> that she wanted to make. Like she didn't know any. She was, you know, in her late forties, so she didn't really grow with Pokemon, and so she tried and make like Pokemon jokes to me and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So she knew, and she was like, "Oh, okay, okay." Yeah, she's. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I've I've ran out of the house for a spawn before, like in the middle of the night. But I feel like, uh, I feel like probably the craziest thing I've I've ever done was five hundred raids of summer, and that was before remote raids were a thing. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, it wasn't the craziest thing anybody's done challenge-wise in Pokemon Go. It's not a 24-hour stream challenge, you know, like, shout out to to Pogo Milo UK. <laughs> YT. Uh, and other people that do stuff like that, that's that's something else. But uh, for me, that was, I think, the craziest challenge I've done in Go. That was, like, a self-made thing. And, yeah, it was time-consuming <laughs> at the very least. But uh, thanks very much for the questions and the email. Appreciate it. Uh, next up is an email from Del Hazard, and they said, hello, guys. Del Hazard here. It's been a little while since I've written in. I hope you and the team are doing well, and I love the addition of Star Piece to the feed with Lachlan. Uh, we are also fans. I've had a few thoughts regarding the game I wanted to share with you for discussion. Since the remote raid changes, I've started to feel the effects of limited interaction with in-game friends. Currently, the only way to interact with global friends are gifting, raiding, and friendly PvP. 
Gifting is a once a day interaction for some of us. Please open my gifts, Chris. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Uh, And once you reach lucky friends, the interaction stops until you eventually meet and trade for a 12, 12, 12 lucky Pokemon. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. Rating is still possible. However, we're all aware of the current limitations. Not writing in to complain about this. Uh, And also the price increase. I mean, like, even if it was still five, like some for some people, that price increase is enough for them to be like, I can't swing that casually. You know, yeah, I I feel that same. Way. I still do it, but I feel that same way. I would, I can't do it as much. It's too expensive. I, I turned down. Um, the price doubled, but I turned down l- more than half of the raids that I'm sent. Oh yes, you oh, know, yes. Uh, because of that friendly PvP. I honestly don't know why anyone would do this unless it's for practice battles outside of GBL. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very realistic. Very realistic thing. Uh, so my question to you and the community is what new feature would you like to see added to the game, which allows for uh, meaningful interaction with global friends? I'm sure we all have friends that we know through discord and X slash Twitter and are now lucky friends, but unless travel is uh, in the cards, you're unlikely to meet them. Furthermore, if you don't raid, you're basically never see them in game again. Bit dramatic, but you get the idea. I hope here's an idea that I had. While you have lucky friend status, you have the opportunity to randomly get a rare Pokemon encounter upon interaction, similar to the weekly breakthrough encounter pool with a small chance of the current legendary in rotation, like the GBL rank 20 reward. You would only get this encounter once per day to keep it balanced, so the more friends you have, the more chance you have at getting the encounter. There's probably some issues with this, like prioritizing interaction with lucky friends over building friendships with new friends. Really, though, I'd like to completely I'd like a completely new way of interaction, such as leaderboards, clans, daycare or wonder trades. You know what? Clans are a thing that they probably will never do. But I think like like guilds or something in game would be cool. I guess they have the campfire servers for something like that. But people can't like see your affiliation. And that's the thing people like. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't know what you can add to go that fills this need. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, these are all these are all great ideas, yeah. though. Um, Wonder trades is something that would be cool. Um, but that doesn't actually like interact with the people that are already on your friends list. Those are supposed to be with random people. I mean, the the it makes it difficult to talk about this because the core concept of the game and Niantic's vision is that you are interacting with people in person. So yeah. the game is shaped around that at least to a certain degree. So you really would need to invent like a full system that doesn't exist in the game yet. Like a, like a lobby that you can go to with people that are only your lucky friends or your friends that are best friends or something like that. And you can have personal global showcases or something Oh, that only people on your friends list control. A lot of a lot of games that I play, a lot of mobile games, I've been playing more of those lately, have like clan versus clan stuff, obviously, and stuff where you can compare how well you're doing compared to your clan mates. Mm-hmm. So like you've made 47,000 points this this event, these two weeks. And your clan mates only made 31,000 or something, you know, because you caught this many Pokemon or you fed this many berries and so on and so forth. And so like something like that is I feel like what you would need to put in the game to really elevate the idea to that level. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I, I can think of one system that they could 
you know, change in some way uh, to modify, to, to make it appeal to this. If there is a version, it doesn't have to be the same version of it, but if there is a version of party play where you can play with other people um, that are not nearby, um, but are still in a party and can participate in challenges together. Like I would love to hop into a discord call with Lachlan and party play with him. Um, you know, my morning, his evening, or, you know, whatever the case might be. And then we just get to catch up and play some Pokemon while we're out for a walk. Like, because uh, what what I'm trying to capture there is like, you know, people go on a walk and they call their friend. They have a chat. Why not also party play Pokemon at the same time? You mm-hmm. know, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, but uh, Dell putting up daycare here would be sick. In Peridot, you could invite a friend on your friends list to uh, breed their dot with your dot in uh in pursuit of certain attributes uh-huh um, okay. and it'd be cool if there was something similar to this where it's like hey like once a week or something like that you two can throw a pokemon into a daycare one each and based on some new system they've designed that will give you an egg from that encounter um that be that would be cool and maybe you can get you can get it more by doing interactions with that friend even if you're already lucky you can speed up the process of getting that egg out of there or something i don't know but do you see what i'm going for there Mm-hmm. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. It's certainly interesting. Uh, but there is more to this email. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. It is actually an interesting discussion point. It turns out it was Dell. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> I also wanted to talk about the actual act of rating, but this email is far too long. Basically, tap, tap, tap. I think it's a bit boring. Tap, tap, tap. It needs a revamp. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, we won. Yeah, we're on the same team. You are there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a good question there for yeah. sure. Uh, also, last point, I promise, raids in-game really should tell you whether they are shiny eligible or not. Niantic gave the information outside of the game via x Twitter. They can just add the shiny symbol to the raid nearby list. I hate to think there's some poor kid out there who doesn't know that they had no chance from uh, for their Marini raid. Or worse yet, trainers in uh, New Zealand that know that the shiny should be turned on, but it's not. <laughs> I'm adding that little bit in myself. Uh, anyways hope you all had a fantastic week shiny hundo and shundo vibes to all and sorry for the long email Dwayne. yep uh great email great great email yeah i mean we've talked about this and i think everybody kind of universally agrees more communication in any way is good so even if it is as little as a shiny symbol in the corner of a shiny eligible ray before you commit to it that makes everybody's lives better yeah, I definitely agree. And I think we're all on the same page that uh, rating is great, but rating is boring. Yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. to people. <laughs> it, it does. If you've done a raid, you know what we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, all right. We've got one more email, Mr. Kyle. All right. The last email is from Nine Thistles. And they said, hey, go casters and potential guest. Nine Thistles here with another long email which I'm only mildly apologetic about. Before I get to the main body of this essay, I have some updates <laughs> for you. Last time I wrote in was before GoFest 23 by Dialgo. Where has, by Dialgo, where has the time gone? Tell me about it. <laughs> and in that email, I wistfully help, hoped for a shiny sky snake, claiming I had fairly bad luck in that department. Well, I managed to get an XXL shiny Rayquaza. Awesome. Which went on to win me a showcase. Nice. Ooh. I did, however, fail my goal of reaching 2,000 Mon Space. 
It took me until November to upgrade it that far. I was too busy buying incubators for shame. No, don't listen to him. It's fine. And when you rely heavily on gym income like me, it can be a long slog to get 200 coins for a measly 50 spots. And finally, finally, friends, I hatched my first Larvesta. Woo-hoo, my friend yeah. hatched his fifth around the same time and oh. I nearly threw him into the pond. <laughs> okay. Out of the main story, I've mean to write to you about this for a while and was reminded of it a couple episodes ago when a fellow trainer nearly missed catching a regional flabebe. So take a stroll down memory lane with me back to summer 2021. Niantic was threatening to reduce interaction distance back to factory setting to the outrage of player base. There was a lo- also a long-awaited event on the horizon, the global release of Heracross. I was at an airport flying to Florida with my partner to meet the parents. I promised my friends I would catch some wild Heracross for them. I was also hoping beyond hope to get a hundo because Heracross is one of my favorite bugs. However, due to Niantic shenanigans, I was also planning on reducing my gameplay, which turned out to be for the best since my phone would dramatically overheat in the Florida humidity. Same, though. (laughs) When I stepped off the plane, I immediately realized the interaction distance had been reduced, much to my annoyance. I was practically standing under a gym, but I couldn't even spin it for the badge. I checked on a wild Cradilly anyway, and it was shiny? I was both irate and happy about my luck. This conflict was but a potent, a portent of things to come. Oh, no. A day or two later, Global Heracross was released. I was constantly checking my phone for a silhouette, but found none. And many of the places we stopped at didn't have Heracross raids. I grumbled at my friends at home about not seeing even one Titan bug. And we, they worriedly asked me, didn't you know they turned off wild Heracross spots? Friends, I was angry. Yeah. Minimal interaction distance. And now this, not in my wildest nightmares could I have imagined they would have turned off Wild Heracross. I had to rely on my friends sending me invites from my home state. How ironic. <laughs> now I'll take a screenshot. Now take a look at the screenshots that I sent along. I managed to not only get a shiny, but also a hundo, one from a raid and the other from the daily spawn. Wow, Ooh. I don't know what kind of luck I was packing that trip, but I doubt I'll ever see that kind of magic again. And my friends decided I wasn't allowed to complain about anything ever again. <laughs> Even my partner, who doesn't play Go, was highly amused by this turn of events. Uh. On la- one last thing before I go, I wanted to shout out Kevin Red Bull for getting you guys riled up with the simple phrase, purified Mewtwo, because that legit <laughs> made me laugh out loud. May the Lord Sinnoh bless you with shundos. Later, guys. Nine pistols. There's a picture on X that somebody uh, tagged that was like uh, our our host like reacting to a purified Shadow Mewtwo. Oh, and, no. and my head is back in like pain and your head is buried out of frame. It's so funny. <laughs> That's great. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, I remember that they they turned it on in raids for everybody, mm-hmm. but then they turned it off local spawns for people who had it as a regular spawn. Ooh, yes, bad time. Yeah, this isn't uh, this isn't the only time we've heard um, somebody. I don't think somebody's written into the show. I don't think we've talked about it on the show, but somebody else who was it? I can't remember. Was also telling us about how they had traveled um, and they just like had an expectation of the regionals to be around. I think it was Corsola. For some mm-hmm. reason, and it was like event spawns like wiped them out or something like that. Mm. God, this is this is a different scenario, but a similar pain. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, no. Um, uh, but okay, I mean, the, your luck pulled out all the same. A shiny and a hundo, 
no yeah. complaints well congratulations that's great that's awesome yeah uh thanks very much nine thistles and thank you everybody that wrote in this week if you dear listener would like to write in uh, an email um or a voicemail just like these fine folks did you can by sending emails to mail at gocastpodcast.com or calling our call-in number which is 262-586-7717 you can of course email us a uh an audio file or dm it to me on discord or wherever you'd like um we can also figure that out too Visit our website for all things GoCast Podcast. That's GoCastPodcast.com. Follow us on X slash uh, Twitter at GoCast Podcast. If you'd like to help support the show uh, monetarily uh, for as little as $1 a month and get access to our patron discord, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCast Podcast. Promise you won't regret it. It's cool. Cool server. Cool people. I love it. It's it's a hoot. Even when like we're not actively talking, Kyle and I read a lot of it and like talk about it. Um, but a lot of times, by the time we get to it, the conversations have um, concluded. Yeah, moved on. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're really funny. We have a pretty active uh, group of of folks across the pond too. Um, sled server is hopping at different times of the day uh, or night for sure. But speaking of patrons. Big shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons. Is it my turn this week? Did you go last week? I don't I think you went last week. Hey, you want to take it? Sure. Yeah. Shout out to elite trainer tier patrons. Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Marvin, and Mimi Sports. They are Jason, Justin, Charles, Matters, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Steven, Nick, our favorite listener, Drew, too. Camo, The Ugly Rock, Jacob, Victoria, and Sarah Lore. Thank you very much for your generous contributions and for helping us keep the digital lights on, amongst other things. Uh, speaking of community and stuff like that, if you're heading out to uh, go tour um, L.A. Uh, for Sino Tour, I, I will be doing some some sort of meetup. I just am not sure about the space yet and when those are going to be. But on Saturday and Sunday, I will establish some sort of time, um, hopefully in the golf course area. Uh, where the, the the Rose Bowl experience is happening both days, um, where we can do like a little meetup. So uh, I intend to get some more stickers and bring those with and, and hopefully some pins. So uh, hope to see you there. I'm sure I'll post details in the Discord and slash or X. So uh, tune into those channels. And if I can, I'll, I'll mention it um, uh, on the show if we have one prior to that when I know. Uh, so you could also leave a review, by the way, for the show if money is not in the cards for you. That helps us out immensely so if you do please and thank you uh let's set some goals kyle what, what's going on this this weekend we've got what nothing the the rest of the rocket event is still going yeah that ends tomorrow uh, but thursday and thursday uh oh yeah it? i'm sorry thursday it does I, end thursday there's an event i know there's an event i don't what? i don't <laughs> think there's an event next <laughs> Wait, week uh let me look it up really quick pokemon go calendar because like february community day oh wait february community day is this sunday (laughs) oh yeah yeah, yeah. there we go there we go for some reason i thought we had an extra week but no it's chancy community day on sunday oh i'm not playing huh yeah looking that day huh sorry man i'm not too i'm not too cut off about it no i you said that to begin with too but yeah it's two times catch candy oh it's quarter hatch distance <gasps> let's go okay yeah so you can catch your happening that's right that's Make right sure clear out your uh, eggs your egg space for the day before 
I will. I certainly will. Thank you. Thanks for looking out for me. <laughs> Uh, all right. So what are your goals for this upcoming weekend? Uh, and I'm going week? to continue my gifting slowly, but surely making my way there as well as my buddy progress. And then I want to get another shadow Kyogre, which means I have to finish one of my rocket researchers that is sitting there. Good luck. So you got, yeah. you got to try to knock it out tomorrow. Really? Because then you'll you'll start running out of time. Well, you want to take advantage of of the increased um, spawn rates of the grunts while the event is still going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but I also don't like doing is, team go rockets. Is so the bad. timeless travels? Do we have all fourteen missions of that out now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the rocket radar is on. Is is that like thirteen or whatever? It is uh, 12, and then there's one more step beyond that that has some more Team Go Rocket uh, shenanigans, and then there's the, the 14th page, which is, you know, gravy. Yeah, claiming. Okay, yeah, we're going to we're gonna try and do that. I awesome. have a lot of time to get the, the, the Kyogres now. I got, you know, three more months, basically, but... Nice. But yeah, so that's what we're going to try and do. Very nice, very nice. Okay, uh, for myself, 20 shiny Chansey, 50 eggs hatched. 500,000 Stardust, because I intend to have star pieces for all these eggs that I'm going to be hatching. And then at least two Shiny Happening, which should be doable, I think. Um, and that's it. That's it. All Thanks right. so much for listening, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, be sure to check out PvP Corner. Be sure to check out Star Piece. I should be having Episode 5 come out uh, pretty soon here. It's an exciting one. We actually just finished recording number 6 last night. Um with a, it should be a familiar guest, friend of the show, friend of us as well. Um, and uh, oh, oh, also I recorded um, <laughs> Lachlan and I recorded a little something covering the uh, Scarlet and Violet DLCs in their entirety. Kyle and I did a Scarlet and Violet retrospective when the base game came out. But now that the DLCs have concluded with the epilogue as well, uh, Lachlan and I recorded a a spoiler cast for it. So so keep an eye on the feeds for that if that's something that strikes your fancy. But if not, all the same, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.